0: Hi everyone, you're listening to Humanize Your Workplace with Alyssa Carpenter, where we chat about all things, well, human. On each of these bite-sized episodes, I'll give you something new to try to become more self-aware, help you build better work relationships, or just try to get you through a sticky work situation. It all starts with an open mind and a conversation. Welcome to this week's episode of Humanize Your Workplace. Today, we're joined by Meg Nachero. Meg is a former Department of Homeland Security attorney, and after 19 years of federal government service, she resigned to pursue her dream as a writer, inspirational speaker, a success coach, and attorney for justice. Meg, I'm so excited that you're here
1: with us today. Thank you so much for joining. Oh my god i love talking to you so anytime anytime
0: <laughs> oh, me, too, me too talking with you and i would love if you can just share with us a little bit about yourself and what you're working on you just have so many interesting projects and things coming up
1: well i'm super excited because my advanced reader copies came out of my memoir butterfly awakens this last week so that is definitely one of my very very big in my face projects right now it's a memoir of transformations through grief And um, it kind of depicts, it doesn't kind of, it actually depicts my journey from going through and navigating the grieving process, the onset, to how I dealt with a lot of the mental health and wellness issues dealing with the loss of my mother. So um, it's, really exciting to share that story so I could hopefully inspire other people to hope and possibilities as well. Um, that along with my trilogy, my first two books, The Magical Guide to Bliss and Sparkle and Shine where you give tools to help navigate those different um, hardships or challenges in our life. So it's super exciting to actually have that out here and in, 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 in the world almost because I um, actually published in September of 2021 and the other thing I'm working on now is I'm really excited now that um, the world is coming back to life. It looks like my Shine networking event is going to happen, this upcoming um October as well. So it's a networking event where not only do we get together and we raise the positive vibes and professional, you know, relationships, networking for people, but we also provide scholarships for young, innovative, creative people in the community who have shown how they're making a difference in this world. And we just finished our 2020 um, class of ambassadors this last weekend, which was fantastic and seeing where they've taken their lives after we've mentored them with a partnership with Sisters in Spirit um, as well. And now moving on to the next to the next year, which is shine bright, shine your amazing light. So, you know, now I think everyone's ready to
0: shine again, for sure. I love your, just your positive energy and your outlook. And to me, that's just so contagious. And just being this, and as you know, this just whirlwind really couple of years and reading your mission statement, which is awesome that one, you have one, and two, that it's on your website for me to be able to see of really helping frustrated creatives wake up and and find their purpose and and working with these groups, how do you find it? What does it mean? What does it look like? Especially in these times where not only I feel sometimes lost on my purpose, but what am I doing? You know, what is even going on right in this moment?
1: You know, um, I think it's a great question. I think that, you know, a lot of people get frustrated. They don't really know why they are, they don't know why their life seems to be taking a certain route. They don't know why their journey is going in the direction that they're going. And I think interestingly enough, I think it comes from a lack of focus and clarity. And I think when you get intentional with your life, and I think that's the first first thing, you know, stop, (laughs) you know, become aware of what's happening and just start asking those questions. And then, you know, the frustration can only um, dissipate when you get an understanding, which is a great thing, right? Um, as to what are those things that you want most in life. and and start to get a lot of clarity around that. So, you know, when i say frustrated creatives, you know, creating and and i and i'll give this this credit to someone i spoke to yesterday, creating is when we feel most alive. When we're creating something beautiful, we're really proud regardless of whether it's art or a a project or, you know, creating relationships, we feel alive. So when you find yourself stuck or stagnant in like this mire, this abyss of, you you know, you know, just, you know, darkness or gray, you know, it's because you're not tapping in to that beautiful creativity that is in your soul and allowing it to come out. So what I'll do with my coaching and what my mission statement is, is have people really articulate, perhaps for the first time, what do what do they dream about? What are those things that come to them, you know, in those silent, silent and still moments, so that they can get really magical around their life and start to get intentional, and then start walking that journey from a place of possibility, like I said before. So I mean, that's how I lived my life, because that's what I needed to do to, to wake up instead of, you know, go numb and go sleep, you know, go to sleep again, you know, become conscious and then get to see all these wonderful people like you who come and cross my path so we can play in that creative world together
0: That's so cool can you even share a story or experience of you either finding your purpose and the questions you asked yourself and how you did that or just working with a coaching client or the community of how that how that i don't want to say logistically works but asking those questions and what that looks like
1: so a lot of professional people, or even people who are really hard on themselves, really become the worst critic of themselves, of their own life, of their judgment. And they're like constantly, I'm not, ma- I'm not matching up to other people, and why, you know, why can't I rise? Is it something about me? And they're all looking for the flaws, and they're focusing, and they're shining lights on that. And the reality is, is that, that can become very heavy um, when you keep seeing those things that are what you perceive as are wrong with you. So for me, um, when I, well, I mean, literally when I was going through the grieving process and, you know, not able to, you know, see the light, um, the first step I had to do was start to ask, what is it that I need to help myself get out of this spot? And, and I, and I think a lot of people like want it now, (laughs) it's like, you know, really quick you know bring it to me now society where you know you just want to have that satisfaction right away and in a lot of ways you can kind of you know you kind of you know you know kind of make it worse (laughs) you make it worse because if I do one day of one thing and then it's not changing then you know but I think a lot of people what I'll do with regard to different paths, especially my own, is incremental motions forward, incremental movements forward. If you're sitting in a ball in your room, in your closet, which I was, you know, crying all the time, then, you know, maybe just getting up and taking a shower, it <laughs> would be the first incremental. So that's on a very basic level. Let's say you want professional, um, a different kind of professional experience, or you want more creativity in your life. Well, then you start to get curious around the things that you can do. Like, for instance, um, talk to people you admire perhaps and get their input as perhaps what they did, like you're asking me right now. So a lot of the things I did, one of the, my favorite thing is I read Julia Cameron's book, The um, Artist's Way, and it's about rediscovering your inner creative and it's a 12 week process. So every like 12 week, they always say, you know, 12 weeks to make those habitual changes that will actually help you. And one of the things that she has you doing is these artist dates that you do something by yourself and it's something you would never have done by yourself. you know. So go to like back in the day when we were all open and you could go to an art show or a museum or something like that and just go by yourself and experience that alone and engaging with other people at the same time. So that was fantastic. That was an incredible, incredible experience. Um, I literally, I, one of the cool things that like really opened myself up to an incredible new idea of creativity was I took my daughter to voice lessons and she refused, It was four years old, she refused to, to sing, she refused. I paid a lot of money for it. And I was like, I looked to the teacher and I was like, you know what, teach me, teach me, I'll do it, you know? So at the end of what, 12 weeks, I think it was, I did a recital. I was like 45 years old, 45 years old at the time, right? With these kids, four years old to maybe 14 and me on the stage singing in front of all the parents. Like I never did that as a kid. I did my first recital at the age of 45, but I was, believe me, I was terrified. I think I was more it's so terrified. Cool than it's so cool. Yeah. So I was like, you know, and I had my certificate of completion and everything. And I was just like, Wow, I did, I sang Memories, which was not an easy song. And then I did a duet with my daughter, which is gonna always be a memory for me forever. You know, we sang um, Goodnight My Someone and from Music Man and I love Broadway. So it just felt like I opened the door to possibilities because I stepped through the door, right? Mm -hmm. And I saw an opportunity come up and it was small incremental changes. I didn't plan that, but it unfolded in such a way that it just made it like kind of effortless to say, okay, What can we do with this and that's just on a smaller level but it it literally emboldened me to do things that i would normally um do which is like the frustrated creative i'm not frustrated anymore because i see possibility where before i just saw you know blocks or walls they say
0: i there's so many things i want to unpack that you said that i I just think are awesome and the first is just being i know i do this to myself in terms of being our own worst critic and almost getting in Our own way, whether it's personally or professionally, or I can't try this, or this didn't work out as planned, and somebody else just doesn't see it like that, but we critique ourselves so, so much, not in a reality, in its own world, and we wouldn't necessarily say those things uh, about other people, because if somebody else did that thing, we would think it was so cool, Um, even just you and I talking before, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're TEDx talk, you know, so many things, you're so excited for other people, but don't necessarily internalize it for yourself, and and when you mentioned about the grieving process of, from grieving from your mother, I'm even thinking about just grieving in general. It doesn't have to be the loss of someone. It can be the loss of something. And over this past year, we've lost a lot of firsts or vacations or experiences, like things you were really excited about and reflecting in yourself and thinking like, what do I need to move forward? What do I, what can I change? What resources can I use? Or what that looks like I think is such a, a great question at the baseline. And sometimes we don't know. And I'm curious just from your experience or what you would suggest in the workplace or or people you're around, how can we, if we don't know what we need, right? You're in this space of whether it's grieving or loss or I'm just stuck, how do I get unstuck? How do we ask or how do we as people around help others move forward, right, find that, find that space. I,
1: I love that you asked that question, because I think we all are interconnected, and someone else's pain can be permeating your life as well, because, you know, our the energies are exchanged, I mean, yes. like, literally, you experience what other people are experiencing, because of the, you know, the nearness, so, you, like, you're right, there's a lot of losses last year, there's a lot of blessings, too, but there's a lot of loss, so I think, I think it's, what, I think the answer to that particular question would be honor where you are. I I think that's really a lot of love there for yourself and also um, for others, you know, when you honor the space that you find yourself in, whatever that means. And and for me, you know, I, I like to believe that I'm not for everybody, you know, like I know that people will see me and they'll be like, oh my God, she may be too much for me. I can't deal with that. And, and that's okay like i don't i'm trying to not detain you know, like detach from the good opinion of others wayne dyer said that and i love that because the bottom line is that i show up in this world authentically myself i have to honor my sensitivities whether i am completely you know you know when i hit loss i fall apart right or i'm like i, I just go barrel through i just barrel through you know the totally different experiences but very true to the person who's experiencing them. So I think that you honor the space where other people by honoring the space where you stand. And I think that, you know, gives a lot of, um, a little, lot of wiggle room for healing. I think the healing process is really important. I think that I was talking to someone the other day and I said, maybe the light is coming brighter now, but there's this malaise, you know, of what we just went through. And to honor what we just went through, we have to process it. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, since I'm a huge wordsmith, the word, a emotion, a is the root of emotion. And it means to move through. So you have to allow it to move through you and to like shun it away. Like it didn't happen. It's like, that makes it feel surreal. for right. A lot of us, you know, because it did happen. And it's like, you wake up one morning and you're like, what happened? No, one's wearing masks anymore. But the reality was, you know, last time, like last year, this time, everyone was terrified of the possibility of, of, of you know, not, you know, of getting this virus and, and then what would happen then, you know, we're in a different place now. But I think the reality is, is that we had to do incremental steps moving forward to where we are now. So we honor what we've gone through and try to learn the lessons that we've been given and helping each other. I mean, I really do believe we have to help each other because, you know, I have a lot of tools now because I've done the introspection and so do you, Alyssa, you've know, you done the process, you've done the work that a lot of other people having not known you before will know you and they'll benefit from that as well. So you can actually bring others along and I'm a big pay it forward kind of person. A lot of people helped me when I needed it most and I believe in the payback. Like I, and not that because I have to, because I, I want to, and like I said, because we're all so interconnected, if I help another person, the ripple effect could be beyond my wildest imagination. Um, I do like to believe that that is, in fact, if you make a difference in, from a place where you are, because you can now, um, then then the impact is beyond your imagination. So um, I think the you know, I think, but I think really people need to start asking for help if they need it, um, because there are so many people willing to help anyone. And the shame is really the thing that will be the most devastating, you know, to anyone to stay in a place like that. When it's really, if people are being honest, (laughs) if we're all out there being honest, the reality is, is like, it's been like my friend, my, my friend always says, it's like, you're in the suck, (laughs) and you're in the suck, and you got to find a way out of it. So, you know, and a lot of people are there and it's, you're not alone. And I think that's another concept that I find very empowering is that you're not alone and we have to walk this world together. So, you know, ask, and if you see someone who's not gonna ask and they can see they're desperately needing help, reach out to them as well.
0: I like the in the sock. And it's it's so interesting because now, by no means do I always want this world crazy event to happen, but this is something we're all experiencing it in different ways, but going through something similar. And I don't want to say it's easier to be in the suck now with certain things because people can relate to some extent. But when you have one off, two off, three off things in your personal life um, that doesn't that people don't know about or see or experience, I think that can be really tough. And now's almost a great time. I think, and please let me know if I'm wrong, but almost practice the like. I need help, or I have a question. How did you go through this? What does this look like? Right. Because it is something more similar than we've really ever experienced before together. So getting that little practice, and whether it's with friends or family or your employer, and and I think asking for help. Um, and let me know if, if you see it differently. But I don't think we always need to know the solution, like you were saying, to the help we need. Of like. I'm just stuck or I'm in the suck. I don't know how to get out. I don't know what we need. Like, talk me through it or help me yeah. work through it. I don't think I need to say, make, introduce me to this person or I need this thing. Like, we might not know our own solution, yeah. but I think to start that could be powerful.
1: You know, I, I, I there's a, pro- so I'm, I am in the process of getting um, certified in the happiness studies and it's a wonderful program with Tal Ben-Shahar. He's a, the lead uh, teacher with happiness studies at Harvard. And, and I love his notions of these really daily reminders. Like we can remind ourselves of those little things in life that we know have made us happy, right? The little daily reminders, right? Um, of just smiling, you know, and like, you know, that's not really, maybe it is a task. Maybe it's a hardship to actually, you know, turn a frown upside down, but you and each of us, have things that bring a sense of happiness into our lives. And, you know, maybe memories of a time that you were, I, I always, my coaching clients, I have them pick a picture of a memory of a time where they felt like they were, you know, just on cloud nine, or they felt like the light of the world was shining on them. And I make them print out the picture and I get these magnets and I have them stick it in there. And then I have, what were the words that you felt, right? So the words, they would put the words around the picture with themselves in the middle. And they said, okay, so tell me about the songs you remember that you were listening to then, right? So you try to bring them into that conscious reality of what the experience was so that they can bring themselves back there. And I'm a big fan of music. Like if, like literally, you know, I feel pretty playing in the background. could be the thing, could be the thing where, you know I, I like, you know, go from, oh my God I gotta do something with this today to Oh my God, I'm like dancing around like Maria in the West Side story, you know. So so I mean
0: but that's a huge is like, car dancer. So you know how I see me the other day. My my eight-year-old is like, I, I can't, Mom, I just can't.
1: <laughs> and that makes me laugh too, that my kids will roll their eyes at me. It makes me feel like, oh, I'm doing the right thing, you know, because it's just that that that, that abandon, that reckless abandon of when you feel like the world is not on your shoulders, that weight of the world is not on your shoulders. So you know, it's a freedom that, you know, you have as a child without the responsibilities, but you can bring yourself back there, especially if you're in the suck, you know, yeah. I mean, or you play song that you just really need to cry and it rips it out of you, you know, and it's just like, you know, you're just, uh, you know, you're bawling in the corner. But for that brief moment, it was something that understood you, you know, maybe this song, because when we were teenagers, I remember the angst. I remember the angst, you know, I would yeah. listen to a song like on re-re-re-run, re-run, re- 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 like oh. Me, they get me, they must have written this for me. But you know, it's those little things that you bring that like sensorial experience back into you like the, the taste, perhaps, like of a decadent you know, cake that someone created for you and you remember it so well, or the picture of that day that you felt so beautiful and so powerful, and you take you right back there. And the words that you use to describe, like the I am statements, really powerful, the affirmations that I am a powerhouse. I am calm. I am peace. So those are the little things that you can do that put you incrementally on a different path then or you know the acceptance of where you are like I said before is really important as well but the music that's what gets me that's awesome. that that's what gets me I mean like music there's a song by Deborah Cox it's called absolutely not and it talks about how I put my hair in a ponytail or you know I dress myself up in Chanel and you know am I doing it for you and it's like absolutely not this is all for me you know <laughs> so it's just like but I play it and I'm right back there like you know in a step aerobics you know back again you know dancing around on my step so it's the little things, the dancing, the singing, the, you know, the joyous things that elevate your endorphins and and bring you to a higher consciousness of possibility so that maybe you can navigate differently than you were before, you know, contemplating, ruminating, constantly going. it's like daily reminders, you know. That's my favorite song. Every time I listen to it, I'm like right back there. I'm sixteen again. I'm like, I'm sixteen again. You know, in Webster Hall in yeah. New
0: York City, dancing around like a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's so it's so cool because when I mean, we connect on so many ways and just being this in this heart centered space, I think we can take on a lot being empaths and we just need like what can what can change things and, and there's so much going on in the world and, and what can I do and just this how you rejuvenate yourself might be different from myself. Like I also love music and I like the grab a picture, you know, look at it, what are the words? Sometimes yeah. I um there's like the smell, like, you know, yeah. bringing those experiences, whatever, whatever it is, yeah. finding that thing that brings you to that place. So then you can take it in, really feel those emotions and then be able to, to move on or make changes or ask, I think is, is such important advice. So I, I just appreciate you saying that because it doesn't have to be this one way. It doesn't have to be a vision board. It doesn't have to be mantras or whatever, pick your thing. You know, what is your next thing?
1: Yeah. And, 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 you know, back to basics, man, it has to align with you. I always say yeah. when we try to force ourselves into someone else's world and to do what they're doing, and think we're going to get the results. Of, if it, if it really does, you know, bring passion out in you and you feel that contemplate, like it really works for you, then go with it. But if it doesn't go find something else, we're like a vast group of people with so many different wonderful interests, there's gonna be something that speaks to you now. And then today, maybe it's not the same thing that works for you in the future either. Just be kind of flexible as to, you know, playing in that, in that realm, you know, on your little artist dates perhaps, you know, and, and see what, you know, as you grow,
0: how your tastes grow and, and those things. That's awesome. I, I so appreciate your advice and suggestions and just telling people to, to try new things and here are all things to, to try to lift your mood and change and knowing it might not happen in that moment. You know, one mantra might not change your whole world for the rest of your life, but maybe yeah. today or tomorrow, you know, things to try. And I would love it if you can just share with us where we can get in contact with you, where we can find your books.
1: So um, I just want to say one more thing with regard to that. Sometimes it's not a quick fix. It's there's no quick fixes. Like you know, it's it takes work, and you know, progress towards it's more progress than perfection. And I don't want people to remind themselves that um, you know, life is a marathon, not a race, and we have to take and be comfortable and actually be gentle with ourselves where we are. That being said, you can contact me on my webpage. It's www.megnocero.com. Also, um, my, my email is megnocero at mac.com. It's M-E-G-N-O-C-E-R-O at mac.com. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. If you are friends with Alyssa, be sure to friend me as well. Um, also, I want to shout out to Alyssa because literally in the realm of business and the corporate space the light and the, the insights that she brings to the stage, whether it be a keynote or a corporate setting are just necessary and needed at this time, especially you know, where, where we, a lot of people are doing business as usual, but it's not. It's not business as usual and we need to see things a little bit differently because of what people have been through and how we can move forward in a different way, you know, in a healthful way and and for the sake of those who serve and the sake of those who are served so I just wanted to give you. I I love your message, I love your energy, and I love how you're bringing it to the next level. So I wanted to make sure I align with this and I wanna make sure everyone knows that, yes, I see it, she's the
0: real thing for sure. You're you're amazing, you made my day for so many reasons. And I, I just, I love the synergy and the connections that we have and the ability just in general for people to lift each other up. I think sometimes in this space, in this business, Um, you don't always get that. And I just, I I very, very much appreciate you saying that. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And, And to our audience, if you have any questions that you want me to address in a future episode, you can just reach out to me on LinkedIn at Alyssa Carpenter. Until next time. Thanks again for listening. But did you know that you can leave me a voice message to answer any questions on an upcoming episode? Just go into the show notes and the link will be there at the bottom for you to send me that message. Have a great day.